Now the super genius, Mark Madden. How you doing, Mr. Madden? Big fan. Super genius. I love the show. What he likes ain't legal nowhere but Medellin. The X at 105.9. Joining me now in studio from DKPittsburghSports.com, he is Serbian Reactionary Dayon Kovacevic. Uh, Dayon, you are fresh from the Steelers locker room. Oh, boy, is this great. <laughs> For uh, talk shows, yeah. It's just great, period. Uh, were they as mad as they seemed? I only read their comments, did not hear them. What was the general tenor like? Um, mad is not the right word. I, I think I, I understand the way the, the comments have looked. They're more first surprised. They really thought he was coming. Why would they have today? thought that? Because that's when he came last year. Actually, it was a little bit before that, a couple of days earlier. So they thought that based on last year, but based yes. on nothing they'd been told. Nothing they'd been told, okay. no. And, and they said that all along. Okay. They said that they hadn't been told anything. So they were surprised. They were disappointed. Um, and then from there, they started thinking about the team. So were they going to get emotional? Yeah, they're out there every day in 95-degree heat, they're, and they just got off the field now, by the way, and it's just searing down there. I heard when they went to school, they walked three miles uphill each way. Both ways, that's in right. In the snow, uh, they are upset. I think they have a right to be upset. I, I do. I, I'm I'm with them on this. I think they have a right to be frustrated. I don't think yep. they have a right to get into a teammate's financial business. I don't think they did that. I mean, well, yeah, they did. Ramon Foster's comments about how much money he he's makes making. seven times more than me. That's because he's worth seven times more. It's understandable to me Supply that they... And demand. And to you, apparently, that they are frustrated. Yes. They are. They have every right to be that. They they all... You have to understand, one, one thing about going around this room this afternoon, no matter who I would talk to about Le'Veon or whatever it was, the subject came back to Cleveland very, very quickly. These guys aren't distracted. That's how it's going to look to the public. It's going to look like, look at these quotes coming out of this locker How are they ever going to get focused? I saw one of these national writers who, by the way, has, hasn't been in a Steelers locker room in my lifetime. That doesn't mean he's not fit to judge it. It does mean he's not fit no, to judge it, it because he's not in there. And he says, I'm never there. He says, he says in his case, never will be. He says in his case that he, 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 he couldn't believe that the Steelers were talking about a, a teammate like a this. A lot of like people are saying never that. Heard of such Just a thing. about every national football writer that's on Twitter has said they've never seen a team turn on a teammate over money and like happened have today. You, have you seen a situation where a guy held out in a scenario like this? In a scenario that specifically, I can't name specifics, but right, there's, there's holdouts every year. There's holdouts every year, but there's also some kind of element of closure to it. They don't know anything. That's too bad. When's the last time a guy got franchised twice in a row? So by what the way? they want to do, what they want to do, is move past it. Talk about Cleveland. They, they didn't do a good job of it today. Get to the Browns. Well, today was the first day, really. I mean, today was the day that everybody thought he was coming. So they they clearly made a decision that they were going to stand up. They had all their main guys out there. They knew what they were doing. Uh, ben had his turn in the morning. Uh, Marquise Pouncey, Ramon Foster, Cam Hayward in the afternoon. They said what their piece. What did Cam say? I didn't see one comment from Cam. Uh, yeah, no, Cam basically said, you know, that, you know, that he was disappointed. He said, "If this is, you know, if this is, if Le'Veon Bell doesn't want to be on the bus, then we're just going to have to ride the bus without That's him." That's the right thing to say. Cam not usually talk, says the right not thing. Not talking about your dead mother or your or your teammates' war record, all that crap. Ramon that that is, went over the top. Ramon is a passionate individual. Oh, you gee, know that about him. him. You've had him. You've had him on the show. You know that Actually, about he's him. An exclusive to the B team. But go ahead. 
You like Ramon. I do like Ramon. Okay, I thought we were just talking of, about him I think last week. he was week. out of line today. Ah, Ramon's just talking. You're not measuring three, these things all, as if all, they're all like three the, guys that the did, Emancipation Proclamation. We, these guys aren't writing speeches. They're just standing in front of a bunch of microphones. Well, if it's not serious, then they went way overboard. All I'm saying is that they have every right to be frustrated. I believe that. I also believe that come tomorrow, when people like me or anybody else asks about Le'Veon Bell, the answer is going to be something related to the Cleveland Browns. Well, eventually they'll start popping off at the media for for staying with it too long because this is a controversy that will regenerate itself every day until Bell shows up. Right. Whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Uh, it's it's Bell and his agent. No, it's not. Yeah, no, come on, not. Mark. You, you, this has, guy, did you hear the ridiculous every, stuff this guy said today? He has every right to do what he's doing. You think that? Every right. You think that agent was on the mark to say that maybe, I, I didn't say maybe that. the Steelers want to give him too many touches, so we're worried about well, no, that. Hold it. That's he's a reasonable. A, that's a reasonable worry. He's a running oh, come back. Come on, the the, the the dink coach said, "I'm going to run Willie Parker till his wheels fall off." Yep. Then he did, and his wheels fell off, and he had a six-year career. And who wants to be paid based on the? number of touches that he had on the ball last year i didn't know that he did yes that's been his number one argument where's where's that been said his number one argument has been that he wants to be paid like a number two wide receiver and a number one running back that's number of touches But he also said he doesn't want 400 touches if he's not going to be paid commensurately so what are you going to do you mike tomlin you're going to think to yourself on the sideline hmm how many times should i use this guy today because i mean i want to make sure that he's healthy and safe for the new york giants next year don't, don't get don't get me wrong well, there's a happy medium, too. I thought I said earlier in the show, I think Tomlin has screwed up in the past when he's had quality number two running backs like LeGarrette Blunt, and they wouldn't get one carry in a game. D'Angelo Williams, too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He could have played it better. He could have played it smarter. But but uh, They could have used James Conner. Well, Conner's come in in much, much better shape this year, so I'm, I'm not going to put that one on the coaching let's staff. See how I he, take let's that see back. Let's see how he does on Sunday and in the next... Uh, Man, Mark, nine, they're nine really happy with him. They are yeah, well, they really happy. No, 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 no. This is not them being the, the have to be happy. Uh, I talked to some guys today off the record who are uh, real truth tellers with this sort of thing, and they'll tell you when there's a running back that they're uh, working with that they don't trust. They love what they've seen of Connor. They love the explosiveness. They love the fact that he hits the hole, and they feel very comfortable blocking for him. They really do. Oh, and I'm not anti-Connor. I think he could be a real good number two back in this league. But, um, (laughs) well, I think people embrace his story more than his talent. I think sometimes his story can overwhelm the talent and 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 cause us to overestimate the talent. And imagine the level that story would go to if he becomes Pittsburgh's hero in this context as well. Let's see if he does. Yep. What, what's your prediction? When will Bell show, and how will Connor do till then? Uh, I think James Connor's going to have a pretty good game, not necessarily a great game against Cleveland. The one well, thing the Browns have... good, he'll be an immediate legend. Yeah, this is true. The Browns uh, don't have a lot, but they do have a decent defensive front. Uh, they're going to be capable, and they're going to be aggressive, I think, in trying to stop the run first. So that's going to be something that's going to test Connor and the offensive line, and Ben, too, for that matter. Uh, when does Le'Veon show up? I, I mean, if he misses one I, I'm game, I'm just out of answers on this. If he misses one game, he's going to miss. He's this is miss so. Ten. This is so stupid. He's not achieving anything here. I disagree. What's he for? What the greater good? What's he think? He's, he's Kurt Flood. What do you mean? There's, 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 no, there's no, no. He's you con- know, this is he's conserving his body for free agency. He's making himself more palatable as opposed to he's a, guy a running back. Four hundred touches. You lose a year. You lose a year. No, he loses a year of money. Hey, it's not what I would do. No, no, no. But I he get it. uses a year of youth and energy and everything else that comes with being a running back. Gee, youth and energy. Youth and energy. 
I, I, what's funny? I'm going to make some that. joke about euthanasia. I never make you laugh, and I just made you laugh with that. I don't even know how. That was more of a smirk out of frustration. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're talking today, Jean Kovacevic. He's brought to you by Walnut Grill. Um, here's my prediction. Bell shows up in week 11, gets hurt, and then milks the energy and pulls a Kawhi Leonard. I'm not kidding. You see, you're laughing. Now I'm laughing at you. Right, because that I, could never happen. I like the week 11 return. These guys, if they if this gets week twelve, actually, I got to say this: if if you get through two weeks of James Conner being a good NFL running back, and the offense starts to find some kind of rhythm without him, the turning that you heard today in the Steelers locker room will go that much further. It really will, because now they would not only be turning their backs on Bell, they would be t- switching their backs on James Conner, who's been in there. So, Mark, so, that stuff matters to them. So it does. Bell, it, it might not to you, but it does to them. So if Bell has a couple good weeks, it'll, it'll undo the five years Bell had in their minds. You mean Conner? Yeah, Conner. Yeah, uh, I don't think so, but I do think the fact that Conner's been, you know, one of them told me today, one of the linemen told me today that, you know, we've been blocking for one guy for nine months. People are talking about, like, this is some big adjustment for us. We've been blocking for the same guy. We're ready to block for him on Sunday. It'll do great. Now, with Bell absent, who absorbs the pressure? Who has to do better at offense? Because it's not just Connor. I don't think there's pressure on Connor. I actually don't think he has a lot to lose, at least initially. No, I mean, the obvious choice there is Ben. I mean, ben, we forget now because he finished so strong, but he did start sloppy last year, uh, including in Cleveland. He had the good drive near the end. A.B. really carried the team to a victory there on the final drive. Uh, but it's going to be those guys. It's going to be the other the young wide receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington. Uh, and I'm going to throw in one other guy here who doesn't get a whole lot of mention here, but Marcus Gilbert needs to stay on the field. He's a really, really yes. good right tackle. Uh, I talked with him about well, that today when he's out there, as we were discussing today. And one, he, of the, one of the uh, most important abilities is availability. Yeah, that's really good. That's from uh, a, a hyphen Coach Tomlin. I think James Joyce said that. It might be him. I, you know, the other guys we don't mention, too, and, and it needs to be brought up here are the tight ends, too, because Vance McDonald was the only guy in the participation report today. He was a you know part uh, part participant. Is the defense going to be better? I think it's going to be so different. Because I see no be, tangible evidence yeah, to, to expect nah, that. No, the, the, the secondary guys, the athletes that they've put back there are going to make a difference. Look, not having Mike Mitchell back there is going to make a difference. I agree. He, he couldn't Burnett, close, Burnett over Mitchell. Yeah, he couldn't close on guys. Uh, and he could never, ever get his hand on the ball. And if there's one thing that really jumps out about this secondary that we've seen through training camp in the preseason is that their hands are all over the football. Yeah, and I think Terrell Edmonds is a big part of that. Yeah. I hope they I hope they find – see, I would go with three safeties. I, I love it. I don't think they're going to. Uh, we'll see. Some of that might be injury dictated because of Morgan Burnett going in, maybe not necessarily at 100%. But I think you're going to see them be really aggressive. Uh, Mike Hilton told me today he's feeling really good about going into Sunday. He's going to be looking at Jarvis Landry as a matchup. Good for him. He's the guy you want in that role. Well, you know who worries me besides Jarvis Landry? Mm. And uh, and it, see, that's a tough – because usually the slot corner covers the slot receiver one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But this might be the best slot receiver ever. He might be. He's he so might. I'm curious to see how the coverage plays out with him. Their offensive line. People keep talking about the Browns as if they're a real thing. I guess just because they've been on TV a lot or something. Well, define real thing. 
I mean, I've heard people say they're expecting them to be 500 or something. No. It's ridiculous. But I do think the, I do think the Steelers are in a bit of jeopardy Sunday. The Steelers are. I mean, you're going into an opener in front of 73,000 people, and anything can happen. You're and, rusty, and, and, and they're and, rusty, and, and who knows? And you're rattled. However, there's no doubt they're rattled by this belt. However, I, I really, honestly, don't think they are, Mark. I, I just don't, and right, I'd, I'd tell you if I did. But nothing, it, it, nothing they said today offers any evidence of that. I, I would tell you this: that the Cleveland offensive line right now is an absolute mess. As of yesterday, Huey Jackson couldn't tell people who his left tackle and who his left guard were. Isn't that crazy? I can't believe Joe Thomas retired just when it looked like they might be better. Yeah, but he did, and they still don't know who's going to replace him, and they do know that whoever replaces him is going to have a rookie to his side. So one entire side of the Cleveland line is going to be people who don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, Trust me when I tell you the Steelers' defense guys are aware of this. Look, uh, oh, Cam Hayward just tweeted, we just want to win. Sounds good to me. See, you said, like I said, Cam always says no, the Cam's right the best. Cam, Cam's the best. They have a bunch of different captains on that team. If they had to name one captain, it would be either Cam or Cam Brown. would be wearing the C. Uh, a couple more things about Bell before we wrap this up. In retrospect, should the Steelers have traded Bell or let him go or find a way to sever this before now? Well, you know they can't trade him. Well, they could, but well, they, they're not going well, they to. They can't. I mean, they they, they literally. And they can't rescind the franchise they, they tag they, because yeah, they go to New England. Yeah, he's not his. That's not his right. And yeah, that's probably where he would end up. Yes. So, is there a big regret there? I don't know. Could they have gotten out and gotten uh, another number one type running back? Sure, those guys are out there. Uh, I would say that they would feel a whole lot worse about that if they weren't as happy as they've been with James Conner. I was a big Conner skeptic. Going into into this training camp, especially after not just it's not just the fact the way he was used by Todd Haley on all those endless third down sweeps, which looked nothing like the way he performed at Pitt. It's also the fact that he had the major knee injury in the off season, and he's come in and shown them. I mean, he's done the job. Speaking of D'Angelo Williams, he just tweeted because somebody had said that Connor was screw, that uh, Connor that Bell was screwing the Steelers. He said, "Well, in a business where all the employees are some contracted out on a team." You say he's screwing a team because of him wanting his money. They're going to take the player's side more often than not, but not these guys. They're in that well, room. They're out there on that field. They thought he was part of their team. They found out today that he isn't. If they thought that, they were sadly mistaken because I think all signs pointed to Connor. Connor. Bell mentally have moving on. Before, you were right. You were right about this. They apparently were wrong. That's right. I always am right, and they're often wrong when they eh. don't agree with me. One final thing. Can they put Bell back in that locker room? Oh, you know, I mean, they put Martavis back in there. <laughs> you know, um, they, they've they've put other guys back in there. Um, could they put them in there? Yeah, I think it would be one of those cases where they'd have to have meetings, team leaders. He'd have to say something in front of the group. But I'll tell you this: the longer it goes on, the harder that's going to be to do. Especially, especially if Connor performs well. What? I mean, you think Bell should have to apologize? He's going to have to say something. He shouldn't have to apologize. He's done in your wrong. eyes, but you're not the one he's apologizing to. I'm I guarantee to he will not go in there and apologize. I'm I guarantee tell- that. I'm telling you that he'll have to go in there and explain his commitment to the team. It doesn't have to be an apology. Oh, he'll have God. to say something. It's like junior high soccer. That's Dejan Kovacevic. I'm Mark Madden. <laughs> now time to ask Mark anything. 412-333. Hey, I played junior high soccer. 412-333-WXDX. Ask Mark anything.